As the war continues in Ukraine, Russian missiles have been pounding energy facilities and other such infrastructure across Ukraine. This week, however, I'd like to take a bigger picture view of the invasion that has dominated the headlines for months and talk about a man called Alexander Dugin. Alexander Dugin is a Russian political philosopher, analyst and strategist who was the head of the Department of International Relations at Moscow State University from 2009 to 2014. In 1997, Dugin published a work called The Foundations of Geopolitics, a book that has been published in multiple editions and is used in Russian university courses on geopolitics and is reportedly used as a textbook in the Academy of General Staff of the Russian Army, according to the magazine Foreign Policy. The same magazine describes the book as, quote, one of the most curious, impressive and terrifying books to come out of Russia during the entire post-Soviet era. And they also state that the recent invasion of Ukraine is a continuation of a Dugin-promoted strategy for weakening the international liberal order, end quote. In fact, the former speaker of the Russian state Duma, which is the lower house of the Federal Assembly of Russia, urged that Dugin's geopolitical doctrine be made a compulsory part of the school curriculum, according to a journal published by the George Washington University. It has been suggested by numerous sources that, in fact, this book is likely to have been influential in Vladimir Putin's foreign policy, including the invasion of Ukraine. For example, earlier this year, CBS News published a 60-minute overtime interview with Alexander Dugin from 2017, claiming that he is, quote, the far-right theorist behind Putin's plan, end quote. The fascinating thing about this book is its eerie similarity with some of the conclusions that Bible believers have come to about Russia in the latter days. If this book has been a factor in shaping Russian thinking as much as is suggested, then perhaps it will play a part in bringing about the movements of Russia that are described in the Prophets of Israel. So what does this book then the foundations of geopolitics say? Well, one example would be its message about Ukraine. And bear in mind that this was written in 1997, not in the current political climate today. It states that, quote, Ukraine as a state has no geopolitical meaning, no particular cultural import or universal significance, no geographical uniqueness, no ethnic exclusiveness, its certain territorial ambitions represents an enormous danger for all of Eurasia, and without resolving the Ukrainian problem, it is in general senseless to speak about continental politics, end quote. Remarkably similar to the words Putin himself has said in the last year or two. But what about further afield to Ukraine? It states that Germany should be offered the de facto political dominance over most of Protestant and Catholic states located within Central and Eastern Europe, and that France 
should be encouraged to form a bloc with Germany. And in fact, the book refers to a Moscow-Berlin axis. How similar is that to the Christian-European beast system that will be allied with Russia, the dragon power of Eastern Rome, in the latter days that is described for us in the book of Revelation? The book describes the United Kingdom as merely a, quote, extraterritorial floating base of the US that should be cut off from Europe, end quote. Again, this aligns with the way that Ezekiel describes the merchants of Tarshish as being opposed to Europe and Russia when they move to invade Israel. Another nation, Iran, is described in the book as being a key ally for Russia, something that Vladimir Putin has certainly pursued in the last years. Again, Ezekiel 38 described Iran as being part of the northern confederacy that comes against the land of Israel. Dugin also suggests in the book that Russia should use its special services within the borders of the United States to fuel instability and separatism, and that Russia should introduce, quote, geopolitical disorder into internal American activity, encouraging all kinds of separatism and ethnic, social and racial conflicts, actively supporting all dissident movements, extremist, racist and sectarian groups, and thus destabilising internal political processes in the US. It would also make sense to simultaneously support isolationist tendencies in American politics, end quote. In Ezekiel 38, it is often remarked that the nations who oppose the invasion of Israel, that is, Sheba Didan, the merchants of Tarshish and her young lions, don't have the military strength to intervene on the ground against the Northern Confederacy. And perhaps the destabilisation and polarisation of American politics over the last few years that we have seen will be a part of bringing about this situation, since America is one of the young lions of Tarshish mentioned in Ezekiel 38. Now, whether or not Russia has had any part in this destabilisation is, of course, a matter of conjecture. Finally, the book says that geopolitical shocks must be created within Turkey. Again, this is a fascinating statement, although perhaps doesn't quite reflect passages like Daniel 11 alongside the book of Revelation again, suggesting that Russia must invade Turkey and annex Istanbul or Constantinople to fully assume its position as the dragon of the Eastern Roman Empire. Nonetheless, it is remarkable to see that Russian political thinking seems to align with what we would expect from Bible prophecy. We watch with excitement as we see Russia growing to become more like the power described in the prophets, and we wait for the day when the Lord Jesus Christ will return. This has been Daniel Blackburn joining you for this week's edition of Bible in the News. <laughs>